Welcome back to Reach for Wellness, a video podcast by Community Reach Center, located in Westminster, Colorado. I'm your host, Vanessa Alarcon, a licensed clinical social worker. The unfortunate realities of life are that sometimes tragedy strikes at unexpected times. And so maybe you've had that happen in your life, or you know someone else that has. So that's why in today's episode, we'll be talking about how to deal when really tragic events happen unexpectedly. Colorado has had a few of these happening throughout the years, and the most recent one has been the Marshall fires. So with that being said, we'll be focusing on that recent local event and just how to deal with unexpected things in general. I'm delighted to have Adrian Sainz here as our guest. So Adrian, let's learn a little bit about you. Can you do a quick intro for us? Sure. Uh, my name's Adrian Sainz. I manage our central intake program at Community Reach Center. Um, I am a licensed professional counselor and have been in the field for a while. I think I started my career in 2006. <laughs> so I don't know, I can't do math, a while. Oh. <laughs> Time is a strange construct, but for a while. Um, I started in residential treatment and did um, trauma-informed care um, throughout my career, in-home, school-based, outpatient, Take has just been my home since moving to Colorado eight-ish, nine years ago. Yeah, so how long have you been with Community Reach Center? It will be nine years in June. Wow. Somehow. Congratulations. No <laughs> <laughs> well, congrats. Thanks for all your years of service here. Yeah, of course. So with the experience you've had, you know, I'm sure you've met people that have gone through just an unexpected event in their life. Can sure. you talk us through what happens when to someone that happens? Yes, um, I think especially with the Marshall Fire, when you're dealing with something as catastrophic as that, and how unpredictable, unprecedented that was, that is not your normal trauma response that you have from childhood trauma, things like that. Um, It was on such a level um, that was so devastating and shocking that um, people experience such a range of emotions Mm -hmm. that um, may be pretty startling, um, like grief, um, guilt, uh, Mm -hmm. survivor guilt particularly, bitterness, anger, sadness, of course, overwhelming, and all of those feelings are totally normal. Mm -hmm. I like to think that your reaction is normal to a very abnormal event. Gotcha. Yeah, no, and I'm thinking through, like, some of the things you mentioned, that's quite a bit of range of emotions to feel. I think sometimes someone thinks, oh, if something bad happens, I'll probably maybe be tearful. Mm -hmm. But you mentioned, you know, like, all of these, this range. How come there's such a variance or differences between people? Uh, There's no one. I I think the other thing is grief, Mm -hmm. and there's no one way to grieve. Mm -hmm. Um, When you lose your home, that is your sense of security. Um, that is your belongingness, that is something that you have with you every single day. So that mm-hmm. sense of security is totally, uh, when that's gone, um, it's, it's beyond alarming. And mm-hmm. so I think we're humans and everybody grieves and processes things differently. Um, yeah. So there's not a right or a wrong way or a way that you should or shouldn't feel. Um, yeah. It just is your your body, your mind's way of trying to 
deal with something that just doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, I can imagine just like the brain trying to figure out like, how do I move forward? What is even happening? Is this even real? Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So in your years, Adrian, what have you seen or what has your experience been? I know you recently represented Community Reach Center and helping support survivors from the Marshall Fire. So Mm -hmm. talk us through what that was like. Yeah, so I'm a member of our disaster response team here at CRC. Um, That was, um, outside of COVID, that was, the uh, one of the most severe disasters that we've had mm-hmm. um, and just the level of devastation and how many people were impacted um, is just um, completely overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me, I live locally in Lafayette, so that's Louisville's our sister town. Mm-hmm. And even driving through there for dentists, doctor's appointments, all of that, yeah. just to see that level is just mm-hmm. something that you know, you, I guess you kind of expect some of that in the mountains, but you don't expect that to happen within the suburbs of, of Louisville. Um, so it, yeah, it was, um, it was great to serve, to, to see people and help people that way. Um, it was also great to see the level of, um, community support, um, with so many different organizations and agencies that really rallied around the community, there's still a lot of work to do and the long-term effects of um, the devastation. Um, but it's, I would say, I saw all sorts of ranges of emotions, like mm-hmm. people really angry, really bitter, to really sad, overwhelmed, and then people that are like, have my checklist and this is on my to-do yeah. list. So, um, and all of that is, is is totally fine and normal um again there's not a right or wrong way um to grieve something like like that kind of disaster yeah so then you really have witnessed it and recently and overall yeah yeah so what so what can someone do if they themselves are trying to figure out how do i cope how do i move forward with all of that yeah so I would say the first thing um, is again to just allow yourself to feel how you need to feel yeah and don't try to you know make sense of those feelings our emotions are just kind of like waves and they come and go and they bring up all sorts of other things Um, and so just to just to let those emotions ride those waves. Yeah. Um, because what we know is that if you don't allow those emotions to um, process, mm. then they can manifest into other things. Um, mm. They can grow bigger. Mm. Um, so just allow yourself to feel whatever you need to feel. There's, again, no right or wrong way to feel that. Yeah. Um, I would also say, too, um, I think it's our society's gone Um, you know, is making strides with Mm. stigma around mental illness and men particularly, but I think men feel like they can't cry or break down. And, um, you know, that is totally understandable to do that as well. So Mm. allow yourself to cry. um, And sometimes it can just hit you like a wave and you just need to let that out and then, um, you know, give yourself some time to process those emotions. So that's the first thing is just Mm. like, let yourself feel how you need to feel. Yeah. And then I would say, I know that self-care can be kind of a buzzword right now, Mm -hmm. but it's so important. Mm -hmm. Um, Really basic, what I say, level one kind of self-care things. Um, When you're going through this, um, 
sleep. You probably need to sleep and rest a lot more than you think that you Mm -hmm. need to. Um, And then hydrate um, water, especially living here in Colorado. Yes. Um, And then nutritious food. Um, I can't even imagine meal prepping in the midst of disaster and repairing. But, you know, it can be easy things. Like if you have a blender and just throw a bunch of fruits and vegetables and chug that down, like whatever you can Mm -hmm. do to fuel your body. Um, And then I would say also, you know, stay away, avoid, avoid things that um, might not serve you well, drugs, Mm -hmm. alcohol, isolation, um, but really basic self-care things. Treat yourself, talk to yourself like you would your friend. Yeah. Um, Because that's, I think that that's something that can be really overlooked. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The importance of self-care. Um, so I, I think those are important things. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you bring those up, Adrian, because I think sometimes when we think, oh, big tragedy, I need to go do this big thing. Yeah. But it really is about, like, starting with how can I take care of myself mm-hmm. in this moment and really going back to those essentials of health. You know, yes. like, what are we eating? Mm-hmm. What are we watching? How are we yep. spending our time? So yep. I think um, um, the other thing to think about, too, is really leveling your expectations of yourself yeah um and i like to say avoid the shoulds like i should be doing this <laughs> i should be doing that mm-hmm. you know really give yourself um, a lot of love and yeah. compassion for yourself mm-hmm. um and cr- create even a checklist of three things that you want to accomplish that day yeah uh, including maybe a five ten minute meditation mm-hmm. YouTube yoga video, like <laughs> yeah. whatever you can do that day, right. and that is a huge accomplishment. Yeah, it's just something that anyone can do. Yes, you know? yeah, depending. Um, so, Adrian, what if we like know someone that's gone through a tough time? Maybe like we haven't gone through it, but we're aware of like, you know maybe a friend, a loved one. What can mm-hmm. someone do in mm-hmm. that case? Uh, I think just be there, be supportive to them. Um, I think something that. Um, survivors or victims go through is isolation Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think it's good to just check up on them text them call them you don't there's not one right thing to say Mm -hmm. but just knowing that you're that someone is there for them can be hugely impactful Mm -hmm. Um, if you can write to them or social media is another great way to connect Um, and you can say something as simple as I'm just thinking about you wanted to call and check in if you can bring things to them um food um maybe something that you know might cheer them up if you know them um that i think that that would be great yeah so finding those like tangible ways to form connection yeah absolutely yeah oh thank you adrian i before we start wrapping up i did want to connect on a few like maybe like what if someone's needing resources like they're hearing this and they're like well this is nice but i actually need actual other types of support yes um there are a few different websites that you can go to um i think um a really good one is to connect with mental health partners that that's boulder counties where Mm -hmm. the disaster happened Um, they have a great link on their website um to offer groups Mm -hmm. therapy just um even quick check-ins uh, and they also are linking to Boulder County Public's Health website, oh, FEMA, um, a lot of different resources on there. There's some also some good apps 
that oh, they okay. have um, on their website that have been vetted, um, like okay. how to how to help um, with caregivers and children sure. that experience a trauma. So I would definitely go there, and there's a whole like three pages long. Wow. Resources. Okay. Yeah. So the help's out there. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you, Adrian, so much yeah, for your time so and your wisdom and knowledge. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, if you would like to get connected with Community Reach Center and learn more about the services that we provide, you can go to our website at communityreachcenter.org. And there you will find links for the, that information, but also to our social media pages. Thanks for joining us today and talk to you next time.